DDCO at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. Well, I've been a little worried about Jeremy over the past day. As you know, <laughs> his Cubs lost last night. So uh, uh, when he came over to my apartment tonight, uh, first thing I did was I gave him a big hug. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> thought I was being a good friend, but really I was just trying to prevent him from turning a double play. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, the conspiracy theories were out. I think some one of your neighbors reached out uh Looked out the window and uh, called interference on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we uh, <laughs> basically, we would, it's been a big uh, past couple of days since the last time we recorded, and we just uh, kind of wanted to give you a little recap of uh, you know our lives and uh, the things that have happened in uh, baseball, which is basically our whole lives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say like yeah, the the lives of you know us as fans, but the players as well, but. It is our lives, really, yeah. so there you go. Yeah, you know, it, it really is amazing how a, a pennant race can, because baseball is played every day, it's not like football, so a, a pennant race can uh, kind of just consume your whole life when you're really involved in it, because it happens every day. Yeah, that's true, Jack. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I won't give my thesis uh, statement about, like, you know, where I'm at right now, um, but uh, I would say be ready to... Um, I uh, have this next month of baseball just can, can absolutely consume your life. Like, if you got any Halloween plans, cancel those. Mm-hmm. If you were going to go apple picking, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just be prepared for it to take over your life. Well, Jeremy, uh, the so let's talk about the uh, weekend before the, the, uh, the these playoffs started. Yeah, the the, Cub, the Cubs had, had plenty of chances to... Uh, uh, to to sew up uh, the division title. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, listen. Uh, <laughs> based off of where I was last time around uh, when we recorded, um, I think uh, you know the weekend didn't surprise me very much. Um, you know, so what did they they won? They actually well, they won two of three from the Cardinals, right? Yeah. So I mean, they won Friday and Sunday, yeah, right? You I, went to the one loss. You I were did, there yeah. on Saturday. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. No. You know, like. Uh, even, I mean, the weekend is what it was. Honestly, two out of three from the Cardinals is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the you could. Of course, the Tigers did nothing. Mm-hmm. I like how everyone was like, "Hey," uh, or like Tigers were like, "Hey, Cubs fans, I guess you're our our fans of your fan your Tigers fans for the weekend." It's like, well, fuck you. You didn't do anything. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Uh, anyway, so like, um, so yeah, so there's that. Uh, but really, I mean, that 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 Pirate series was bad. They should have won two or three there. Uh, or a, three or four, three or four, like that would have been nice. But even a split in a four-game series is fine. We already talked about that. So I mean, honestly, the division wasn't really lost in in that series in any of the regular season. I mean, it was lost quite literally in one sixty-three. But mm-hmm. should it have even come to that? No, it shouldn't have. No. So you know, somebody mentioned uh, because the Cubs uh, won the season series ten to nine. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they have just, because they had the tiebreaker, why wouldn't they have just won the division? Right. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't come up with a good answer to that, other right. than sure. it's just more fun to have a game 163. Yeah. Well, this is interesting, and this gets back into, uh, we didn't really talk about this strategy in the last episode, because we weren't really facing 163, but like, that game... I mean, I guess it was uh, special circumstances for the Cubs because regardless of if they won or lost, they were going to host 
the wild card game. And so, like, the really the only thing to win is, like, obviously having to play one less game. But um, the fact that they had Lester lined up, it was to me, it was like, this game does nothing to benefit the Cubs. Like, the game 163. It's like, in my mind, I was questioning whether it was just better for them to lose outright and just save all their bullets for the wild card game. Mm-hmm. Um, as it turns out, I mean, if, if, <laughs> if 163 tired them any more than they were already tired, then I guess it did. But the bullpen situation, like, that's what I was concerned about, is, like, them using too many guys. C-Shuck seemed like he should have been, like, would have been burnt. Um, but they put him out there in a do or die and, you know, whatever. He didn't... Uh, uh, it wasn't, you know, he played no, not, no factor, but anyway. Yeah, so on Sunday when it was uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, when we realized that there was going to be a game 163 on Monday, uh, Jeremy texted me to ask me if I was available for a phone call. <laughs> yeah. uh, whenever whenever he does that, I know it's serious business. Uh, so yeah. Jeremy let me know that uh, he was going to try to go to the game, and we were trying to figure out what the Brewers were going to do as well. Uh, and my feelings were the same as Jeremy's in that I was worried that the Brewers were going to use all of their bullets as well. Uh, we yeah. didn't know who the Brewers were going to be starting yet. Right. Um, neither of us thought it was going to be Chassin, which it eventually was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it didn't seem like it was beneficial for either team to, to really uh, go all in in 163. Uh, I mean, that seems a little flippant, but like... Uh, even with the Brewers, because they were gonna they were gonna host the wild card if they didn't if they didn't win, and so like it, it was a weird situation. Like everyone is like, oh, it's it's all about this. Doesn't get any better than this. But it's like both teams were gonna play uh, another game, and it just seemed like it's just one more game on the schedule that the Cubs didn't need to play. Um, that uh, that like you know just one more one more one more game added to the schedule that wasn't on the schedule before, basically. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so it, it uh, you know it worked out the way that it did. So you uh, you went to the game on Monday, Jeremy. I did. Uh, how yeah. was it? How did you end up getting tickets? Uh, I mean, yeah, right after what? So like at seven thirty, I think mm-hmm. that night, Sunday night, they they announced uh, they announced on Saturday that if you know a game one sixty three was going to happen, they were going to put the tickets on sale right at seven thirty, and so I just jumped on and I got some. I didn't get in right away. I thought maybe like. I wasn't sure like if the game would sell out or what. It actually didn't sell out, um, but uh, I wasn't sure how it was all going to play out. They did that whole virtual waiting room thing where like they, you know, it, it, the page keeps counting down and refreshing, and then they let in people randomly. And I didn't get in for like nine minutes, uh, but I eventually I got tickets, no no problem really. And like it, as it turns out, uh, if you were looking at StubHub, you were better off getting tickets off of StubHub really? because tickets were like. I mean, the attendance was like thirty-eight thousand or something, uh-huh. thirty-eight and change. Mm-hmm. And Wrigley holds like forty, like up to forty-one, like on in standing room only. So um, there, there were tickets to be had for less than face value. But mm. uh, you know, whatever. I got them through the Cubs. So yeah. But yeah, I was on the fence about doing it. It's like I, I went because I could, because I literally wasn't like working at that time. So, but uh, I was, I was a little on the fence about going, and uh, you know, of course, like. If it turns out the way that it ended up turning out, it it sucks. But um, but uh, so here's a funny thing. I did buy one single ticket first, yeah. and I was gonna go by myself. And then um, my girlfriend ended up uh, like saying that she would go. Yeah. And uh, at first I couldn't like the, the tickets were more money than she wanted to spend. So I um, I got the one, and then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, screw this. I'll just buy two, and like we'll we'll both go or whatever. And so I sold the single one. And uh, 
I was, and it turns out that the single seat that I sold was two rows in front of where we got mm-hmm. the pair. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to be able to wa- see who bought that ticket. Yeah. And sure enough, it was a Brewers fan. Oh, <laughs> ooh, Jeremy. So, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he affected the outcome at all. Right. But, uh, <laughs> he wasn't one of the people chanting MVP at uh, at Yelich. He may have been. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so that's interesting, Jeremy, uh, because had the had the Cubs won uh, on Tuesday, uh, they they might have faced the Brewers on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I think Cole Hamels would have been lined. Well, I don't know anymore, but I think Hendricks probably would have started Game One. Okay, okay, I, but I'm not sure. Okay, um, I mean that's neither here nor there now. But yeah. uh, so it, it was an interesting thing uh, that you said was, and so this was the real phenomenon at those games, mm-hmm. uh, at Cubs Brewers games in Miller was that. Uh, uh, Brewers fans were selling their season tickets to Cubs fans, right. and that was paying for their entire season ticket package. Now, here's my right. thoughts on that. If I had tickets to, if I had tickets to every 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 Brewers game, like yeah. a ticket package where I had, um, and there were there were ten Cubs games on the schedule, yeah, you know, I might sell my tickets to eight of them if it's gonna if it's gonna pay for the whole rest of my season ticket package. Yeah, um, whether or not that makes me a, a bad fan. So be it. I'm I'm fine only seeing the Cubs twice and then like, you know, having that pay for my entire season ticket package. It's different for can, something like basketball where like, you know, you want to see like the one game LeBron James can, plays, but Can I stop you right there? Yeah. That's that 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 sentiment is preposterous. That that those games somehow pay. It's not you can just go on the website and get the tickets. Yeah. There, there's it's not like you're selling like uh I don't even know what to compare it to. Like like your playoff tickets. If yeah. if you have season ticket tickets and um, season ticket holders get a chance to buy playoff tickets, like the World Series tickets. Like in, in 2016, there are people who sold all their World Series tickets. That is going to pay for your season tickets. The Cubs games are like 20 bucks. They're like, they're like 40 bucks. Just telling you what people say. I know. Right? Yeah. No, I know. That was, that was the thing. Like, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not take, mm-hmm. talking to you. Honestly, the guy, after the whole uh, Hamels thing, the, the beat writer for the Brewers was on uh, MLB Network saying that. Mm-hmm. He was telling, he was spinning that yarn about yeah. people paying for their season tickets. That's preposterous. The yeah. tickets, if you sold all the tickets, like, you would make, like, you would make, I mean, I don't know how much Brewers season tickets cost, but you would make, like, $200. Yeah. It's not that, you're not going <laughs> to pay for your season tickets uh-huh. for that. Anyway, whatever. So, were Brewers fans uh, a presence at yeah. Wrigley? They were. They were. They okay. were. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to... Um, well, you know, there's coming from me. There's two ways that that this can be talked about. Like I could be like salty, uh, a salty Cubs fan, or I could talk about it. I could try to talk about it impartially. Um, it was annoying to have a bunch of Brewers fans. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were out. They were they were um, uh, you know really feeling it. I would say that if I were in the Brewers' position, given the way that momentum has been going uh, over the last couple weeks. Uh, or month or whatever, I would be feeling pretty confident enough to be kind of trash talking a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was not comfortable like trash talking uh, at that game because yeah. there, you know, because I could like say something and then just, just instantly it could be negated and I would look like an ass. So I, I wasn't in a position to like trash talk. There, there was one nice moment where, um, Yelich got a base hit and people were chanting MVP and then Javi turned to Javi Baez started a double play and then the Cubs fans started ch- uh, yeah, chanting yeah, MVP. Yeah, that's neat. So I I got in on that just to just have something to cheer about. Yeah. Um but uh but you know, it's preposterous because um 
spoiler alert, I think I, I, Christian Yelich should be the MVP. Yeah. So, um, so you know, I was doing it just to just to do it. Sure. Uh, now, do you think that the Brewer fan presence at Wrigley Field had anything to do with like Cole Hamels kind of kicking that hornet's nest? Um, the Brewers were eighteen and six after he yeah. said that. Uh, as has been well documented, okay. um, I, I just I almost wonder if that added fuel to Brewers fans' fire, and like some of them came down and, and were a little more vocal at Wrigley Field just because of that. Well, I, you know, I think they're vocal because of the the weight of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think like I the Cole Hamels thing was absolutely stupid, and like he's gonna leave the team, and like it's like. Cool man, thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. You know, you incited the, the 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 second place team enough to like motivate them to like beat the Cubs and get them eliminated. Now you're just gonna go off to you know wherever the Yankees or something. Yeah. So it's like, w- w- what just happened here, man? Like I know that you pitched well for us, but like we didn't need. It's 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 ridiculous. I don't know why the fuck he said it. Why why would he say that? Who made him say that? And like the other thing is like. You don't, I mean, this, I'm not, I don't mean this as an insult, but you don't punch down. I, I don't even want to say punch down, but like the, the Brewers were like never a factor until this year, like for the Cubs, like in, in the years, like in these most recent years, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, they were in first place last year, but it. it of the it, current it, regime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, and exactly. they collapsed last year. Yeah. So like, there's no need to like, like, like the Cardinals have been. The Cubs have been in the shadow of the Cardinals for years, okay? So if you want to, like... This whole rivalry thing is so stupid. I hate it. Um, we've already talked about it. But, like, uh, if you want to take a shot at the Cardinals for some stupid reason, that at least makes more sense. Like, th- why why poke the Brewers? Like, now, like, next year, if they want to talk trash about the Brewers, cool. Because they the Brewers, down, like, they beat them. So, like, now, if you want to put a target on them, now do it. But it's like, why poke the, why kick the hornet's nest of the team in second place? It's so stu- It doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. No. Well, uh, so I on to Tuesday. So obviously the Brewers uh, ended up winning, forcing the Cubs to play the uh, the division, uh, or rather the wild card game yesterday. So. Uh, you know, Jeremy and I actually didn't uh, text once during this game. I was like, I'm yeah. just going to leave Jeremy alone. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what his state was. What was your what What was it like for you watching that game? I, I mean, it was like kind of just like uh, uh, tempered optimism. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. It's weird because like, okay, so the great thing about baseball, I was actually talking about this with with, with my girlfriend. Um, the th- the thing about baseball is like, there's two sides of it. There's like uh, the re- the realism and then the optimism. And like I don't know, I think some people like are are like straight numbers or whatever. Um, but like for me, like if if there's no like heart or like optimism or like different like you know hope or all of those things involved with baseball, then it, it doesn't mean as much to me. So like you watch a game and like you think like well of course it's you 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 it's obvious what the Cubs have been the last month. Like they've been a sinking ship. Um, but you hope that they could win one game and get by, and then you hope that you know something could happen in a five-game series against the Brewers. Um, I would have loved to see uh, see what would have happened. Um, the the optimist would think like, well, Brewers in a in a five-game series with their rotation, you know, who knows? It's a, there's a question mark uh, outside yeah. of Shasin. Yeah. Um, the realist is like, well, the, it's obvious the the Cubs and Brewers were in two separate directions, so like the Brewers probably would have won the series. 
Um, so it's kind of, and like, you know, you know that stuff like while you're watching the game. So it's like, well, if they win, are we just prolonging the agony? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I was, I was going in not expecting much. And then like, you know, the fact that the Cubs stayed in it for so long, uh, like kind of like, like kept you going, like the, the run in the, when did they score in the say eighth I inning? I think they scored in the eighth inning. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, that fires you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. Yeah, you you know when they when they tie it up, it's like well they could like it's just the thing. It's like okay, you could win at any time, but they just never did it, and so like it's like well, it just didn't it didn't work out. Um, I you know I I question uh, what would have happened if they had advanced. It would have been nice to see like um, to see them play the Brewers, but again, like you know, you're that's also opening you up to the situation of the Brewers beating you again. Yeah, I and I, I didn't, uh, I don't want to bring too much Brewer hubris into this, but yeah. I, I felt that I did feel the the series would go five if those teams yeah. ended up playing each yeah. other again. I did feel, I felt a Brewer win even if they did. Yeah, um, that that's if you know if I was if I was trying to if someone like stuck a knife in my <laughs> like pressed it up to my back and made me make a realist pick, I would have said Brewers in five. Uh huh. You know, um, but. Uh, Again, there were times we're looking at the Cubs, thinking like, "Why? What makes you think that they would win two games against the Brewers?" Sure. So you know, who knows? Um, so the uh, from from my perspective, uh, A Rod, who who was one of the broadcasters last night, is always <laughs> is always a little uh, a little touch and go. Um, yeah. As far as how much I'm in, enjoying him or not enjoying him. Sure. Uh, you, I, you, I, you take Pete Rose out of the equation, it's pretty dismal. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't see any of the pregame. That was going on. No, me um, uh, I, I only saw uh, I only saw the actual broadcast itself. Uh, I like Vescars, and I've always been a huge fan of, of Vescars, and I think I think pretty much everyone has. Uh, but he, he does tend to, uh, in wrestling terms, as they say, mark out. Yeah, uh, he gets like too exci- He got too excited when big stuff would happen. It's funny when when that hit when Walters got that hit. Like yeah, how much louder he was than everything else. Yeah, I mean, and just from a production standpoint, it's like yeah. man, he got so hit. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Vaskurgeon's worn worn and thin on me. Has he for, for a while now? Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm, just his shtick. I'm a little. Yeah. I'm a little like. I'm a little nonplussed by his his normal stuff. The Santa Maria and like the like. Hey babe, like he does that a lot. The the Sammy Davis Jr. thing. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's like he's almost too hip for his own good. Like, yeah, because he is hip, but like he doesn't use. He, he like he's also. I think he's kind of hip, but not really funny. Mm-hmm. If maybe if that's like a thing, like he's hip enough to know these references, but he's not funny enough to like change it up or whatever. Like, yeah, you know. And Len Casper doesn't try to be funny very much. He's hip, but he doesn't really try the humor very much. I think Len Casper can be funny. He though. can be funny. He. Definitely works well with Deshays, I think. Yeah, he does. Because I think I actually do think Deshays is, is kind of funny. Deshays um, is really funny in yeah. like a really dry sort of way. Yes, yeah. Um, um, I could see some people who may who maybe don't like him, but it's. It, I, I would also say to them, like, are you really listening hard enough? Yeah, and I, like... I guess speaking of national broadcasters now, BA Brian Anderson is doing this uh, AL wild card game, which Jeremy and I have on in the background. As yeah, what just happened? Doing here? this podcast, it looks like a double off the top of the wall. Yankees seem like ooh, Yankees are pulling away. It's five yeah. nothing now. Uh, yeah. Ouch. Oh, well. um, A's did not show up in this one. Uh, but um, so Brian Anderson is doing this broadcast. I, I find Brian Anderson uh, to neither be funny uh, nor hip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but sure. he doesn't really try to be either one. He just kind of tries to be a square. 
So even even like I, I will say that I'll, I'll give him credit for just not really trying to be anything he's anything he's not. Yeah, and actually I'm wondering now, who, is it Ron Darling? Or it's Keith? Ron Darling, and then there's one other guy in the booth who I'm not sure of. Yeah, it's funny. I, I almost feel like the uh, the dynamic now between these two is like Darling kind of smacks around BA a little. Bit. Yeah, I like it. Like because uh, Rock uh, Bill Schroeder for the Brewers is uh, not you know not willing to do that or just yeah. not uh, you know not able enough himself to like uh you know recognize bad broadcasting when he sees it but darling will absolutely call ba out yeah he called him out last year and it was pretty funny and then this year i was i was listening i was listening to the broadcast just you know a couple innings ago and uh severino got out of a jam and uh he came off the mound and ba said like well if that's the end of it for end of the line for severino he did great or whatever and like as they're going to break like that that would have been the outline right to the commercial and like darling comes in and goes like you think he's coming out? And then they went to commercial. And that was it. It was really funny. It's like, that's inappropriate for a color guy to say. Yeah. When you're when the play-by-play guy is throwing the commercial. But it's like, he just smacked BA a little bit he's on the way out. not willing to suffer fools, is no. Ron Darling. Um, yeah. So, A-Rod, uh, he had a, a couple of uh, slips of the tongue last night. He well, called Ian Desmond, Desmond Howard. Ugh, that was the worst one. Yeah, he that called, was bad. He called Elmora Elmonte. Yeah, that was like Abraham Almonte. Yeah, or Tony Almonte for the Blackhawks. Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, yeah, Des- Desmond, that was the worst. Yeah. I mean, the, okay, well, here, okay, let's talk about national broadcast for playoffs. Because this is a rant that I wanted to come in regardless of anything that happened. I wanted to kick off the broadcast with it, but, you know, let's, we worked our way up to it. But it's like, and this is not Cubs alone. This is just, should go across the board. I mean... Jack, you've already stated your feelings about the hometown broadcast, so maybe this is an upgrade for you. But I just got to say, and having watched this now the last like four years or whatever, it's it's an insult to baseball fans to put these idiot national broadcasters out there. I feel like a lot of people feel this way, but it's like the broad the national broadcasts are so bad, they're so horrible, and it's like it's an insult to fans. Baseball is 162 games a year. They they like one of part of their angle is to be like, hey, you know, spend the summer with us. Uh, you know, uh, come home from work, kick back, or like on a weekend, you know, stay, you know, kick back on a Sunday afternoon, turn the ball game on, and like you know, welcome us into your home for 162 games a year, and uh, you know, come along the ride with us, uh, and like. That fans do that. They 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 turn on the games. They watch the games. They invest in their announcers. They like mm-hmm. live and die with their team. Yeah. And then in the most important games of the year, the thing you work up to the whole season, they take them away and they put these idiots who don't know the team as well. Like most people watching the game know the team better than the announcers, and mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so like it's an insult to watch these friggin' national broadcasters like. Uh, call these games like Vesgurgeon and and A-Rod A-Rod doesn't know what the hell he's talking about and the broadcast last night they're saying things like they're saying like Kyle Freeland is his you know effective against lefties as uh like Zobrist is hitting a, a ball into the gap like they're they have these stupid pre um written notes about the game and they they stick to them no matter what because they're they're just running down a list of like their talking points as things on TV are happening live that are contradicting the things that they're saying but they don't have the wherewithal to like adjust on the fly they're just saying these things it's insulting and so like i i i mean i would think most uh 
franchises feel this way, like watching these things. Like it'd be interesting to hear what like Yankees fans think about like having gone through the playoffs so many times. Like I'm sure they've just accepted it at this point. But like you know the fact that like you know Joe Buck had a call the Cubs winning the World Series is like an insult. Like there should be an alternative, basically. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, uh, Len Casper was doing the game on Saturday, the Cards Cubs game. Uh, yeah, okay. It was on Fox, uh, okay. but he was he was in a doing a, a it was a neutral broadcast. Yeah, for yeah Fox. Yeah. Yes, he was uh, national. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he did a good job yeah. of uh, of of being neutral. Yeah. Um, which uh, which I, I thought was good because it um, you know obviously it's a it's a switch that he has to flip uh, yeah, and he did a sure. good job yeah. but I mean so if ESPN can do a uh, like a Statcast broadcast on ESPN yeah. two uh, you would think it would be possible for them to do like you know two different broadcasts of like one with the Cubs announcers and one with the Rockies yeah. announcers and you can pick which one you want to listen to I, honestly I would even take if they put like one play by play guy and one color guy from each team yeah like, that would be weird but yeah. like um, I would at least take that because you can get some insight like these these guys are talking about things that are just completely not like relevant they're not true and like mm-hmm. they they get research and like they don't they don't watch these games like you would think maybe like I mean, this is ridiculous to say, but like, hey, A Rod, if you know you're going to be calling Cubs Cardinals or something like on on Sunday Night Baseball, maybe watch both games for both teams in the week leading up to it. Like that's yeah. how you know he's like, I don't know, he's like try, he's like helping J Lo try out uh, try on dresses or something like all week, yeah. probably. Or he's he's deciding which uh, which part of the painting uh, of himself above his bed <laughs> he, he needs to get retouched, yeah. or, or something. Yeah, that's what he's doing instead of actually doing research. And yeah, he's just handed a sheet prepared by like people who also probably don't watch the games, but like you know, it's so it's insulting. It's just maddening to hear that stuff. And like, um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm partial to Len Casper, but Len Casper is at least he's pretty. Uh, informed, and I would—I I guess like picking Len Casper to do Cubs Cardinals at least makes sense because he he knows the Cardinals pretty well too, mm-hmm. um, uh, just by being in the Central, and uh, you know so I think that makes sense. I, I've heard him do like uh, Fox games uh, uh, nationally with the Cubs involved, and yeah, he's pretty good at it. Um, but it's just it's insulting. Like they they have that SAP button. I don't know. I haven't followed. Uh, modern uh developments with with tv uh with tv sets like in recent uh years um because people don't even own tvs anymore but like um you know there's a sap channel where you can get the spanish like language uh audio yeah it's like uh if i don't know if they have if they can have two uh alternate uh, audio tracks but just feed the radio in i'd rather even listen to pat hughes and and uh um Ron Coomer than yeah. than the than those guys and it's just it's yeah it's 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 annoying and it sucks and it it sucks to like like I would have rather heard the Cubs get bounced from the playoffs from Len Casper and Deshays than fucking Vescurgeon and and uh, uh, A Rod and uh, uh, what's her name uh, Jessica Mendoza who, Jessica who Mendoza. didn't seem like she could get a word in edgewise last yeah night, I mean which yeah was strange that's the other thing too but uh, yeah. Um, uh, I guess one thing to add to that, um, as someone who, who just team, uh, the Brewers does not get a lot of national broadcasts. Right. Uh, it, it can be interesting when your team is in that position to hear what 
what they print out for these guys to say or just even what their own opinions are. Yeah. So throughout the playoffs, uh, I guess I will be I will be interested to to know what these national broadcasters yeah. think of these guys. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, um, I could imagine it'll it, it would grow tiring after a while. Yeah. Um, so Jack, they could put you in there right now and you could do a better <laughs> job than these guys. I probably could. Yeah, hey. You're more qualified to. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'll say this: I didn't uh, I didn't get to see any of the pregame, but I think they had David Ross. On the pregame, if I'm not mistaken, oh, probably, yeah. uh, and I think he picked the Cubs to win. But okay. I'll say this: like one thing, I one thing I'm not going to be sorry about is just like listening to him slurp the Cubby syrup like throughout the playoffs, which would well, be absolutely be happening. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he, you know, he's probably setting himself up for a job in yep. the future, no so. doubt. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you know he can he can be a little biased towards them for his own. Uh, monetary benefit in the future i guess so. <laughs> now one thing that uh was i, I would like to talk to you about jeremy because yeah. i think this was a huge uh turning point in the game is so they re- they removed rizzo in the eighth it was the eighth inning because they scored the run in the eighth okay. uh they removed him uh to uh, for a pinch runner for terrence gore yeah i can't remember how rizzo reached did he walk or did he get a single um oh i can't remember now okay it, it probably it, it doesn't really matter but yeah. uh but anyway so so gore pinch ran for rizzo he stole second base yeah uh uh uh, who was it? Adovino, I think, was pitching at the time. Or uh, was it Oberg? Yeah. It was Adovino. Uh, yeah. Paid no, paid no attention to Gore. And yeah, and Gore, Drew Butera and catcher. Yep, and Drew Butera at catcher. Uh, you know, a battery uh, for the ages. Ugh. But. Uh, Adovino looked horrible. Uh, he looked in over his head. Yeah, um, he did. He, he kind of at the beginning at least. Yes, at the beginning at least, he sort of got it back, but he he did blow the lead. Uh, anyway, so Gore stole second base and then scored on a double by Baez. Yeah. Uh, now, now here's my question to you, Jeremy. Yeah. Was it because I think so? Gore ended up taking two at bats in extra innings and struck I think out three. Maybe did he take three at bats? It might have been three. Okay. Well, whatever he did, he looked bad every single time he was out at yeah. the plate, and yeah. he he came up in big situations. Uh, he came up in the last inning. He was the first batter of the last inning, yeah. and he struck out right. in a huge situation. Yeah. Uh, and it was a bad strikeout. And so I wonder, Jeremy. Uh, was it worth uh, pinch running Gore there for for uh, because who's to say that Rizzo wouldn't have scored anyway? Uh, sure, yeah. And then you're, you're lifting your best hitter, your best hitter, yeah. and your team leader. You're taking him out of the game. So was it worth it to lift Rizzo for Gore in right. that <laughs> instance? Well, I mean, yeah. Again, yeah. That's I. You know, do they? It's a matter of do they score or not, right? Obviously, you you can't go back and, and revise it, but like, um. I'm not a big fan of taking out your best, your, your like leader, your arguably like your um, emotional best, leader, your emotional leader. Your, I mean, and the way things have been going, maybe your best hitter. Yeah. Um, uh, at the at the moment, um, and uh, yeah, just in your de- defensive first baseman, because like then Murphy Daniel Murphy had to play yeah. first base, and like he even he he himself was afraid. Yeah. To be to be out there, he yeah, was he doing did, the heart beating thing. Yeah. His, yeah. It's like he knows that he sucks out there. Yep. And yeah. so it's like, okay, well, that, that doesn't make me feel very good. Um, but uh, so here's the thing. I, I get that you have to score that run or else the game's over. Yep. Um, you should rely on the, those players to get the run across. Of course, they haven't been doing anything all year. So, um, you know, you have to do what you got to do. The, only, the What I would say is like, it's criminal that the Cubs uh, didn't have another person to take Gore's spot. Like they burned, they had already burned Schwarber and they had burned um, Hayward. Hayward was a pinch hitter, yeah. Yeah, they had burned Hap too, hadn't they? uh, Yeah, yeah, they were were all burnt at that point. Okay. So, 
Um, you can't you can't put him in and have no one else to, to cover him because he can't get an at bat in a in a meaningful game. He's worse than a, a pitcher. He'll yeah, he'll yeah. swing and miss at anything that's above ninety miles an hour that's in the strike zone. Yeah, yeah, and and it almost seemed at uh, at a point that Oberg, like he shouldn't have ever swung in that last at bat. No, I think no, it was the actually, yeah. actually, a rod. That was like the one salient point he yeah. made all night, which is that he should have been taking all the way on yeah. that three two pitch. Yeah, he swung out at a pitch out of the zone. And he struck out. Then again, who's telling? Who isn't telling him that? Like, I mean, Gore's a a professional baseball player, but like, do you think anyone in the Cubs dugout told him to do that? Probably not. (laughs) You know, I mean, I I guess you don't. It's it's uh, not common for uh, a coaching staff to tell a a position player to not swing. Um, But like, maybe they should have told him that. so anyway, and then poor poor Gore. I mean, Gore was in a situation. It's like you know when like someone gets like promoted up to like or like someone is. It's like if uh, you know whatever if someone was like like inherited a company because their dad died or something. Yeah. Um, and it's like well, what I don't sh- I shouldn't be in this situation. Like what? He, yeah. I feel bad for him almost. Like he should have never batted in in the NL wild card game. No, not in twice or possibly three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's ridiculous. So he he shouldn't have ever been in that situation either, but no. um uh yeah, it's like I, when they burned Caratini who was like the last uh position player, it's like you needed to have you you needed to plan that out if you were going to use Gore to like have someone to 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 take his place mm-hmm. basically it, it it's it was it, it was negligent to to not do that to not at least set it up that way like save somebody mm-hmm. um i mean yeah hell I, yeah i mean travis wood <laughs> could have been a better left fielder yep and a better a way better hitter yeah yeah like um so yeah that was that that's inexcusable like that's I, I, I we should look up if he batted if he hit two or three times. I'm gonna but, say I'm gonna say twice. I think and okay. I think he struck out both times swinging. Yeah, so it's 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 criminal. Um, it, it was funny like Rizzo Rizzo kind of seemed to enjoy being on the bench. I, yeah. I almost feel like he was like, well, they can't blame me if if we lose this game. Well, he had a big. He was smiling and he was like standing above the dugout the yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I and I thought that to lift. To lift Rizzo for a guy like Gore was, or to to put Gore in for Rizzo was uh, was bad. But yeah, um, the, the one the Rockies though took out like they ended up taking out yeah, Charlie they, Blackman. They took out Blackman, which is surprising. Yeah. Of course, they still had Arenado and uh, Story and Gonzalez, like uh, all you know, all these other guys. Yeah, Batman and Robin, as yes, uh, A Rod kept calling them. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to ask one person, one citizen of Denver, who's watched even. Uh, one baseball game if they've ever been called that before. I would guess that they haven't. But anyway, and also like does Trevor Story like to be Robin? Is is he Yeah. That's an insult. I mean, if anything Story had a better year than Arenado, <laughs> yeah. like he should be Batman. Yeah. Or, uh, it should just be Batman and Batman. <laughs> like, yeah, why why put down one of them? Sorry, Robin. Uh so one thing I I wanted to bring up Jeremy was was Wilson Contreras. Okay, I, this I, is where we might get into a fight, Jack. I'm okay. Well, I probably said it on the podcast before, but I don't yeah. like Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Um last night he he did two ridiculous bat flips after walks. Sure. And he was screaming after him and he was acting like Joe Carter after the after the home run <laughs> in the 93 World Series after sure. drawing walks. Yeah. Uh he took a lot of heat on Twitter for it, deservedly so. But I mean, how, like I understand he's trying to get a, a, a basically a, what a dead team fired up, yeah. uh, at least offensively, and yeah. so he was trying to get him fired up. 
but you can't flip your bat and act like that after a walk. <laughs> um, I just, I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a, a clown move. Um, I just also, I am so annoyed every time he calls timeout. He calls timeout at least twice in at bat, at least twice in at bat. Sure. And then there was that that two two pitch in the, I think it was the twelfth inning. It was the at bat where he also like got injured. During okay, the yeah. at bat, the the fifteen minute long interminable <laughs> at bat, yeah, uh, which was ridiculous. Uh, so that two two pitch um, was a, was like a ball. Do you do you recall this? I, and then it turned out that it was like no pitch oh, because yeah. someone had called timeout. Yeah, but yeah, was yeah. it Contreras that called timeout? They on never. That? Well, the, the the that crack uh, broadcast team never got to the bottom of uh, no. the case of who called timeout. No, out. actually, at one point, Bascarjan also said that uh, Caratini was catching, which was incorrect. Oh no, uh, they were. They were talking about, um, you know, if a ball's hitting the gap, uh, Almora can score. And, like, Murphy was at first base. He, yeah. they, they had changed. There was a force out at second, and, like, they exchanged spots. Yeah. Like, there was all over the friggin' place. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, he did say Caratini was, was catching. And I'm like, Caratini's catching? That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's like, I know what's going on, and you're telling, you're putting wrong information into my head. Yeah. Like, you guys suck. Yeah. I'd rather listen to silence. Yep. It's ridiculous. I mean, I guess I could have muted the TV, but whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to be a, hu- a civilized human being here. Well, anyway. I, so I just, I just, it, it, I get annoyed at how much Contreras calls timeout. Uh, I think he, part of the reason he does it is probably just to throw the pitcher off of his rhythm. Uh, it sure. seems like he does it almost every at bat. I do, I do think that sometimes the uh, the ump has gotten annoyed by that and called a borderline pitch on the next pitch, like a oh, strike after he's okay. called timeout, okay. uh, as if maybe to get him not to do that. <laughs> but that's another thing that I always found annoying about Contreras, and okay. I, I think it was definitely present in the game last night. Uh, one thing that uh, the MLB kind of got rid of from his game was going up to the pitcher, uh, you no, know, every five pitch, pitches, because yeah. he was the, the guiltiest of the guilty for that. Yeah. Uh, also, the running to first... Uh, uh, like covering first base on a, a a play that didn't need. Did you see when he ran yeah, all the I way did. from the? Yeah. And he like he like stepped on first base. There was no play at first base. He just like felt like running to first well, base in case they wanted a back back throw. Yeah, yeah. I, I I suppose. But I, I just thought it was he was being a little bit a, a little extra. Um, and I, then. Oh, oh, oh no, no, more? go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, wait, are you sure? You, you, uh, no, right? okay, yeah, I do have one more thing to say. So if you're gonna if you're gonna flip your bat like that, and if you're gonna uh, you know if you're gonna call timeout so much, and uh, you know if, if if in general you're gonna be such a loud presence, uh, uh, especially with the bat flips, like you know maybe you can at least uh, not cry like a little baby after the game <laughs> is over. Um, okay. I really wanted the, that camera angle to last a little bit longer too on that when, sure. he, was, when he was crying <laughs> like that. So hey, you okay. know, I, you know uh, make all the toxic masculinity comments you want, but like, you know, you're a professional baseball player, especially if you're going to carry it like Contreras carries it, who thinks he's Yadi Molina times Pudge Rodriguez divided by Johnny Bench. Like if you're going <laughs> to lose, like take it like a fucking man back there. <laughs> you know, don't weep on the bench. Or if you're going to weep, Go into the fucking bathroom and do it or something, but just just don't, all right? You know, so that's, that's what I have to say about Contreras. He's not my favorite guy. You know, he ended the season hitting 249 with 10 home runs. He had one home run in his last 45 games, uh, you know, and he carries it like he's the uh, the crown prince of catching. So, okay. So that's just what I have to say about the guy. Maybe he'll clean up his, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they'll tell him to settle down a little bit for next year, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's it. There okay. it is. Would you rather have Wilson Contreras or Eric Kratz? <laughs> I would rather have Wilson Contreras. Okay, all right. I just wanted to throw that out there. But, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, uh, I would rather have someone who cares about the game than someone who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I would 
rather have someone who cries than someone who like beats his girlfriend <laughs> like right. Edison Russell. Sure. So there, I'll just put that out there. I, I I'm I uh, I have no I I love Wilson Contreras for that reason that he that he cares that he's emotional. Uh, one of the most touching stories to me about the six, the 2016 World Series run was um, the fact that like like he was so emotional because he um, had no family in the United States and like the team kind of became his family or whatever and uh, so that's why he was like so emotional and so like uh, you know I guess uh, raw about uh, like emotions like during that run or whatever and so like uh, yeah I mean I yeah I, I personally like um, I like that and I would rather have someone who cared that much than someone who is just like you know in town like like a Daniel Murphy who's just visiting right. over or whatever. Right. Murphy looked surprisingly pissed after the loss too. Was yeah, it weird he, in the dugout? What did he did he hold he like leaned his head against the wall or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, who probably because he knows like he doesn't have a spot on a contender team going forward. Probably and, or not. or maybe because he's gonna be relegated to the American League now. Yeah. And he's like maybe he wanted to stay in the National League. Mm. But um uh, in terms of like the the walk thing, I mean, yeah, he's just getting fired up. Uh, he's fired up, and he's um, getting his team fired up. So I have nothing. Like I think you just have to think about context there. I think it's interesting. I mean, if you don't like Wilson Contreras, I could see getting super like annoyed and pissed about that. Um, and then I guess you, I could see if you like him, not having that bother you. Um, I don't have any problem with like uh, like players like. Uh, getting uh, animated and uh, emotional out there. Um, so I think that uh, he... I Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, the the home run thing, which we never ever talked about. We probably no. should have talked about it just yeah. to like get it out there. Yeah. But like when he when he watched the homer, that is unacceptable. I mean, that... I wouldn't... I would never make an excuse He, he didn't watch a homer, he watched a double. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um... That's that's out there. I mean, the thing is, like, he like, uh, I'm sure is like incredibly frustrated, and so like, I think he thought, "Whoa, I just broke out of it," and so he was like trying to take a moment, but you know, it, it was bad, and uh, he should have been benched, honestly. Uh, he and was Matt, not. I mean, he he was did. In the he wasn't the next night. Yeah, and so I disagree with that. Um, but uh, you know, I I also think like he, I don't know, he cares, and like I think. Um, I would guess that this is an anomaly, uh, an anomaly uh, this year. Um, you know, I can't explain why he completely like tanked, like in terms of his offense, uh, other than like he catches a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Salvador Perez seems to be pretty consistent, even though he catches like 159 games a year yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see going forward. Um, uh, Contreras, I never had huge numbers in the minors until 2014, um, the year before he got called up. So I don't know what I'm not 100 percent sure to say like it was an, like an anomaly, but I hope it is. And uh, he he obviously needs to do better next year. Um, the Cubs have some like actually have like their top prospect position player prospect I think is a catcher. Mm-hmm. So um, he'll he should have at least a little bit of uh, tension. Uh, like a little uh, pressure on him to like rebound, but um, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I that's that's fair uh, to say that. Um, but I'm I'm putting it all in context, and like 
I think like I have no problem with anything that. Sure, um, and this may be one of those things too. Uh, like when Carlos Gomez was on the Brewers, and pretty much sure. everybody who wasn't a Brewers fan yeah. didn't like him. AJ Przinsky. Yeah, AJ Przinsky. So I think. Case. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, another he's another catcher. Yeah. Um, I don't, maybe it takes a certain type of personality to play that position. Yeah. Uh, but uh, may, maybe Contreras is just one of those guys that uh, you know, if you're not a Cubs fan, you don't really like. Yeah, possibly, or yeah, Clint Hurdle. You can, you, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, Jack, you've just put yourself in a in a group with Clint Hurdle. So, and I and I had, you know, I was going to also mention <laughs> Javi Baez too. You know, yeah. with uh, you know coming up to second base uh, every single time there's a mound visit, and he's the only guy, only guy who does it. It'll be the catcher, the pitcher, and then yeah. Baez will come out. Is it because you know they're talking about signs? Or, you know, like, uh, you know, Baez is trying to translate the Spanish into English. Or is it just because Baez knows that the camera's going to be there and he just <laughs> wants to be on second base when the camera's there? Sure. he knows that's where all eyes are focused. Was that A-Rod who said that, like, the catcher has one sign and the pitcher has another thing and Baez is out there to, like... Yeah, A-Rod was saying that. And, I, I, I you know, you can't take A-Rod's word for <laughs> no, it. No, I'll give him a pass on it. That was kind of that was amusing. But I, I don't know if he meant it as, as like, in tongue-in-cheek or not. Yeah, but, no. But... Um, Baez is Baez is all over the place. So like he, if there's a meeting, he wants to be involved in it. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I you know I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. I just I got uh, you know that that's all where right. I stand on Wilson Contreras, I guess. Well, I, I am in a, a group with Clint Hurdle now. Yeah, you're so that's, riding that, the bus with Clint Hurdle. That, that's the ultimate insult from Jeremy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, you, you also mentioned Jeremy. Uh, I think somebody showed a stat. I think it was on ESPN that Hayward, Jason Hayward, has the lowest batting yeah. average in the history of the playoffs. Yeah, they showed that in the in the midst of that at bat where he struck out with uh, the winning run at uh, or the go ahead run. And I don't the, even remember if it were was the bases winning. loaded at that point. Yeah. I think and yeah. not, not Avino struck him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the oof. pitch he threw him was was unhittable. Yeah, but like uh, you got to. That being said. You have to do everything you can to foul that ball off, because mm-hmm. it was those he was hitting a mark. Like at that point, he had gotten over his like state, his like uh, fright of being in a game that actually matters. Yeah, and uh, uh, was like painting the corner sickly. He like he was hitting that bottom right corner of the strike zone, and like those pitches were unhittable. Yep, and if you hit it, it's going to be a, a ground out, ground out basically. Yep. Um, but you that's why if you're a a hitter, a professional hitter, you need to follow those balls off until you get something. Um, and he struck out. And so. that's actually what Schwarber did in his at bat too. He well, he tried to follow a ball off. Yeah. And he did that Olay swing and he struck out on it. Yeah. Um, which I think you either pointed out at the game or on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I think but, maybe uh, at the game. That yeah, it was freaking at the game. Olay bat like swing. Is, yep. I'm. He can do that. He, he can do town. that in the AL. He can <laughs> yeah. do yeah exactly on a bus to Oakland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They'll, they'll send him on a bus all the way out there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I've I've seen enough of that for this year for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Jack, I was giving I've been giving Joe Madden a hard time uh, about the, the bullpen uh, all year, um, and like you know, uh, yes, of course he he has less to work with Madden, um, but it's just the choices that he made that made me that drove me nuts. Um, I was texting with former uh, guest Ben Perkins about the game, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I said after the game was over, I'm like, "Well, now we're on Madden watch uh, if he's going to get fired or not." And he wrote back, "We well, had his best game of the year 
uh, <laughs> tonight or whatever, or something like that. And I'm like, well, it's a lot easier when you have Hamels and Hendricks available out of the bullpen. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. No, for sure. Um, when they when they brought Cole Hamels in, um, I thought, my God, like you know, it could be another five or five innings before anybody scores. Well, yeah. Hamels yeah. had his stuff too. Well, and that's the thing. So that's the other thing that that made me mad about like uh, bench management or whatever is um, once Hamels is in there. Pitch him nine innings if you have to. Mm-hmm. He should have hit. Like, they, they yeah. pinch hit for him with Caratini. And it's like, either... If you're putting in Hamels and he's got it, you have to ride him until... Like, let him lose the game for you. I mean, yeah. they essentially did the same thing with Hendricks because, like, I was okay with Hendricks in there, too. I was a little more confident with Hamels than Hendricks. But it's like, if you put Hamels in there, you have to have a guy um, uh, who can... Um, if, if you're going to pull him... Uh, to, for a pinch hitter, you have to have a guy who can like hit a walk off homer or something. Not Caratini. Not Caratini. Who they actually turned around to hit from his worst side. Is yeah. he? Well, actually, is he worse from the right side than I the left he's side? Worse from both sides. <laughs> I, I don't know, but um, he's probably worse from his uh, right. Mo- side. Most hitters are. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So anyway. So like, it's just like I, I was disheartened to see Hamels out of the game once he was cruising. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it is true. Like they. Uh, Oh, we didn't talk about it. We talked about it before we started recording. Like then they pitched Hendricks, and like who the hell would have started game one? Yeah, I yeah. Know. I was thinking about that because Hendricks was at the point where he had thrown about twenty five pitches. Yeah. Um, and you know the the game would have been uh, less than forty eight hours from the time that the the wild card ended. So yeah. I was thinking, would they have gone with uh, Mike Montgomery? Would they have given Jorge De La Rosa a spot start because he can start and yeah. just made it like a bullpen game? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, been, well, it would have been interesting to find out. But. Yeah, and yeah, well, yeah, I, and I guess it would have been interesting to see two teams doing a bullpen game. Uh, so actually, Jeremy, uh, that that can we can kind of segue uh, into our our next uh, topic here, which is uh, are these wild card games, uh, one game playoffs, good for baseball? Yeah, yeah. So um, you know they're going. Was it twenty eleven that they're replicating with all those with the last day of the year? Yeah, yeah. I think seven years ago. That or was. It was twenty ten. Twenty ten was it? Twenty ten. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. Okay. The, 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 the day that um, the the Orioles like had a win, and then like uh, Longoria hit that walk off homer in Tampa Bay to put them in the playoffs. Whatever. Like all these things happened, and they were all happening at the same time. So then, of course, like MLB, like. I mean, I generally I'm I'm fine with the thing with the moves that MLB does, like um, to you know uh, try to spice up their league or keep their league relevant or whatever. But they took two spontaneous like awesome things, which was like um, that final game where all that stuff was happening at the same time, and like the thrill the the. Uh, uh, drama of like a one, a one or done like single like elimination uh, game, and they like manufacture that into like now it's a part of the season. Like yeah. so, they have the wild the one game wild card, and they start all the games on the last day of the year at the same time. Uh huh. So like there's like so these games are all happening at the same time. And here's the thing, I kind of I kind of like that um, because it does well, starting the, starting the games at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think it it does give uh, it doesn't give a competitive advantage to a team whose game might start later in the day. Which yeah. Is kind of cool. And um, it, it can avoid that bull crap of like a Jose Reyes sitting to win the batting title. Too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's true. I that 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 one I don't have as much of an issue with. But the wild the one game wild card, it's like I mean, I'm not gonna uh lie and say that it's not exciting to watch a one game playoff, 
But it's not. It's ultimately at the end of the day, it's not fair to the teams. I feel, no, especially not in the National League, where the two best teams, right. uh, one of them was going to have to play in that wild card game. Yeah, exactly. Because if if that doesn't happen, if if they don't have that the the one game wild card, then it's Brewers Cubs. Yes, automatically. Um. So, so Jeremy, yeah. I. Uh, I, I was a fan of it at first because I like single elimination games, but yeah. uh, over the years, um, I, I've sort of come to think that maybe they should uh, do a, a three-game series instead of just a one-game. Uh, even Bob sure. Melvin, when he was interested, uh, interviewed before the uh, during the game today, he, he said that baseball's not built for this. Um, no, and he's I mean he's right. Uh, you know, you can run into one stud pitcher. Uh, and, uh, you know, just lose the game. And then I don't think that one game for a baseball team, or for any team really that plays, uh, uh, you know, 80-plus or 162 games. I'm talking basketball and hockey, too. Yeah. But um, I don't think that one game is really a reflection of, of how your overall team is. No, no. And, it, and, it, and again, you, your whole season leads up to that. Yes. Like it's like, well, then just play one game <laughs> on April 1st, and then, you know... That 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 team automatically makes the playoffs or something. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a bummer to to have it all come down to that. Um, yeah, no, it it just it's manufactured. It's like, you know, it, it's cool. Yeah, you could always like have like, um, you can if you want to manufacture these dramatic moments, go ahead. But it 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 kind of ruins the the the, the spirit of it or the fun of it. Um, so. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like a, a fair. I mean, I'm I wasn't even a fan of the, the five game series. It's yeah. like let's just make them all seven game series. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, yeah, they won't take games off the season to expand the playoffs, and so there's they don't have a good solution for it. No, but I think day night double headers uh, once a month uh, or yeah. once every two months would be a good solution. They Give should. the guys an extra day off. Um, yeah. I don't know why that's not, uh, you know, really talked about, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I, th- so I think we're on agreement for that. I do think that a Cubs Brewers series would have been better for baseball than a Rockies Brewers series. Am I sad the Cubs lost? No, but, um, yeah. you know. And judging from the, some of those calls that the uh, umpires were making, they might've gotten a, a, a little bit of a encouragement for ratings that, uh, Cubs Brewers might be a little better for MLB than than Colorado Brewers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great series that no one's gonna watch. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess since we sort of touched on it, um, that that before that hug was ridiculous though. <laughs> I, I, I I will say that Arenado did not have a play at second or first base, even if he would have yeah. just been able to tag Baez. But come on, you can't you can't wrap the guy in a bear hug and hold your arms out. Well, it's not like that's never happened before. That no. that happens all the time. It just doesn't. I mean, it doesn't happen in the wild card game, or it's never happened. Is in the it wild called? Card is it? Ooh, somebody. Well, Davis went deep, six to one. Yeah, a little, or maybe too, six little to two. too late. Yeah. Uh, but, um, so it, it does happen. I've never really... They do that all the time. When, like, on a, like, when a guy's, like, you know, uh, like, on a force out or something, like, uh, a guy will, like, smack the guy's glove. Like, the runner going into second base will be running, and the guy's already has the ball, and, like, he'll, like, smack the glove or whatever. Uh, they'll do a rundown. When there's a rundown, like, a guy will, like, stop, and, like, I've seen guys, like, hug each other before. Like, again, it's one of those things... It's one of those things where it's like, if you were, if you had a reasonable announcers, they would say like, oh yeah, we've seen that before, whatever, because it has happened before. But like, they're like, oh, what is this? A hug? Like, it's like, try to be, try to be aware of what's going on out there. It's happened before. I mean, it was an interesting scenario 
Like, I'm not going to lie about that. But the same way that Ter- poor Terrence Gore <laughs> is not cut out to act by pretending that he got hit by a, a pitch that he didn't get hit yeah. until the, the the until like uh, up until the the dugout tells him to to do it. Yeah, like an AJ Przinsky, he is not. Like, yeah, he, he he poor guy. He's he can't sell a hit by pitch. Uh-huh. Um, the same way that that's uh, cut not meant to happen. Like um, I don't even know what my original point was. Like Arenado should have like sold that a yeah he did better. not sell it he acted like they were buddies yeah um so you you forfeited your chance to like call interference I yeah guess. well hey i'll say this because uh, i almost forgot to mention it uh and we should probably start to wrap this up soon yeah but uh the uh when the ump got hit there uh it reminded me of the simpsons episode uh, <laughs> uh with the uh springfield film festival where a uh, man getting hit in groin with football is the winner <laughs> yeah uh, where hans molman just gets hit in the groin and falls over and goes <laughs> oh that was what that was what it was like with that umpire he just got yeah. he got hit in the the arm and just went down like a sack of potatoes and was like oh immediately <laughs> it was funny I, well okay and jack tell me this uh yeah and again maybe you're not the right person to say but did you hear what vesgurgeon said after that no he's like and now attention turns towards the and rightfully so to the well-being of the umpire <laughs> or whatever it's like something <laughs> he like got hit in the arm something is like as like melodramatic as that it's like I'm not happy that this guy got hit, but there's a freaking... It's a one-game wildcard game. Like, I don't care if this guy like got doinked in the head. Like That's not the most important thing that's going on right now. I'm sorry of, uh, to that guy, um, but like even he would... Even that umpire who got hit would agree that, like, hey, there's a game going on here. That's still what's important here. Like I'll try to power through this and like continue calling the game, but like... I'm not the most important thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm being insensitive and I'm just too enthralled in the game, but it's like, come on. That's ridiculous. That's a stupid, that's a stupid thing to say. One of many. You've always said it could be anybody in a, in a one game playoff, yeah. Jeremy. Tony Walters. Yeah. No, I'll never forget his fucking name for the rest of my life. I, the one thing is like, I, he didn't really crush He didn't crush my world because I wasn't putting it all into them winning that game. So uh-huh. the joke's on you, Tony Walters. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you saved me a lot of time. I can actually enjoy my, my October now, and I can go, uh, you know, I can watch some Bears games. Yeah, you can pick some apples. Exactly. So, Jeremy, who are you rooting for now? Well, um, yeah, it's interesting. So we got Rockies, uh, Brewers. We got uh, seemingly Yankees, uh, uh, Red Sox, uh, Braves, Dodgers, and Astros, Indians. Um, I mean, it would be easy for me to say... Uh, um, to root against the team that eliminated my team. Uh, honestly, I, well, I was thinking the, the Brewers in that situation, but like the Rockies as well. Um, I think the Ro- I think the Brewers. Uh, I'm gonna damn the Ro- the the Brewers here, Jack. Like you've damned the Cubs yeah. by saying like uh, you know the Cubs will, will win the division. Um, the Brewers should trou- should should uh, stroll through the NL uh, playoffs. Mm-hmm. They really should. The way they're playing. Um, the only issue is their pitching. Um, they should they should stroll they should stroll through uh, the that side. Um, so I'm, you know, I it would be cool. So yeah, I guess like I want to see the Brewers in the World Series um, because I want to see how how they fare against like the Red Sox or the Yankees or the uh, Astros um, because I think that'll be a huge challenge for them. Yeah, I think the realist again to talk about realist and uh, optimist. The realist, even if the Cubs somehow. Won that game last night and somehow beat the uh, the Brewers. Uh, I do think that they could have beat uh, either the Braves or the Dodgers in a series. Uh, Dodgers would have been a little tougher, but um, then you have to face the American League, who's been 
yeah. leaps and bounds better than the National League all year. Yes. Like they're yeah. top teams. Yep. At least. Yeah. So um I'm I I'm rooting for Brewers versus like Red Sox in the World Series and I, we'll see what the Brewers can do against the the Red Sox. Yeah, that was that's actually what I what I was hoping for too, Jeremy, was Brewers Red Sox. Uh, for the NLCS, I was I'm hoping for uh well, if the Brewers can get past the Rockies, I'd like to see Brewers Braves. Uh, that would be kind of a classic thing, a little drama yeah. because the Braves left Milwaukee in 65, I yeah. think. So uh, that could be kind of some nice little uh, added drama to that. We all know that Milwaukee still hates the Braves to this day, right? They 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 hate them because they're rivals because they left the town. Well, the they, people who are old enough to remember wouldn't uh, uh, they didn't like it too much. They weren't too, yeah. they weren't happy about it at the time. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a whole lot of animosity left over because that was 53 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. A lot to look forward to. Brewers are doing a, a bullpen game uh, on Thursday. That seems to be the new trend. So uh, we is, will see. Uh, Marquez is probably going to start, right, for the Rockies, I would guess. Uh, it, I know it was uh, 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 another guy. I can't, uh, was it uh, Senzatella? Yes, right? it was. It was Senzatella is starting. Um, I believe. I get them confused because Marquez started the uh, game one sixty three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so Marquez is the better of the two. So yeah. Senzatella is not. I guess that makes sense. I wonder who announced their pitcher first because. I would throw a bullpen game against Sensatella. <laughs> yeah. So since Blackman is probably leading off, maybe it'll be Jennings again uh, to start <laughs> yeah. uh, for one batter. All right. Well, uh, you know we've uh, we've kind of prattled on here, but we uh, you know there's we had a, a lot, a lot to, talk. to talk about. Yeah. There was. Uh, so we will join you possibly uh, within the next uh, uh, before the World Series sometime uh, to do another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll be back next week. Yeah, well, okay. Well, we will be back next yeah, week. Let's yeah, let's do. I thought we agreed on that b- beforehand, but uh, yeah, we'll be back next week to uh, touch base with um, uh, what's going on. Yeah, and we'll try to we'll try to give our MVP Cy Young picks too. Uh, yeah, we were we were planning on doing that tonight, but there was just too much to talk about. There was. So, um, and uh, if we don't do it next week, uh, you guys can blame me for for. <laughs> Uh, spreading uh, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, for all of us at uh, Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swarkowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. All right. Take care. Bye bye.